Greetings, friends, and welcome to Finding Holiness, the channel to help you discover your sacred sanctum in life. I'm Rabbi David Kadosh. As a middle school teacher, the words I forgot is the number one excuse we hear why assignments weren't completed, agendas weren't filled, or homework wasn't done. It's a sad fact that much of what we teach is often forgotten by our young lads as the years go by. But adults aren't immune to forgetfulness either. Ask yourself how many times you forgot where you put your keys, your wallet, or that important piece of paper. So why would God give us a trait of forgetfulness? What are the deeper meanings of this seemingly negative trait? And how can we find holiness during the times that we do forget things, even though it seems to be a large inconvenience? On a simple level, one can argue that the goal of our memory is to maximize intelligent decision-making by holding on to what's important and forgetting what's not important. If we remembered everything we stumbled upon, we would be overloaded with useless information that would make it absolutely impossible to work and get through our day. This is great, but I still need my keys, so why did I forget where I put them? For one, it might be a way of God telling you that you need to organize yourself better. Focus on what you're doing and when you're doing it, because if it's important to you, then you wouldn't have misplaced them. In other words, you don't forget things that are vital to your existence and your everyday life. This is the exact reason why we are constantly encouraged to review our Torah learning. Since there is no greater knowledge than Torah, only constant review can avoid forgetfulness. The Talmud in Tractate Horayot explains that just before the time when Moses, our teacher, left this world and went to the Garden of Eden, he said to Joshua, his prime student, Ask from me all the cases of uncertainty in matters of halacha that you have, so that I can clarify them for you. Joshua said to him, My teacher, did I ever leave you for even one moment and go to another place? Didn't you write this about me in the Torah? But his servant Joshua, son of Nun, a young man, did not depart out of the tent? If I would have had any case of uncertainty, I would have asked you earlier. Immediately after he said this, Joshua's strength weakened, and 300 Jewish laws, halachot, were forgotten by him, and another 700 cases of uncertainty emerged before him, and the entire Jewish people arose to kill him as he was unable to teach them the forgotten Jewish laws. This story is so powerful. Look at how the nation responded to forgotten Torah. They were ready to kill the next leader of the Jewish people, Moses' prime student. Why? Because Joshua not only chose to ignore the key to memory, which is constant review, but to review the most essential part of Jewish life, our Torah. I end part one of this topic with a Talmudic excerpt found in Tractate Brachot, page 32b. There, the Talmud quotes a verse from Isaiah, which seems to imply that God has forgotten the Jewish people. In search for an explanation, the Talmudic scholar Rish Lakish relates a Midrash, which states that God exclaimed that the entire world was created for the sake of the Jewish people, and there is no way that he could possibly forget or forsake them. Can a woman forget her baby or disown the child in her womb? God is quoted as saying, How can I forget all the offerings and sacrifices you brought for me in the desert? The Jews answer in worry, But God, if there is no forgetfulness by you, 
Maybe you won't forget our sin of the golden calf, which almost led to our destruction. God reassures them that the sin of the golden calf has been forgotten. The Jews persist and say, Well, if you forgot the golden calf, maybe you forgot the entire Mount Sinai experience when we accepted the Torah, and hence we are vulnerable to be eradicated without your protection. The Talmud ends by quoting the verse, Ve'anochi lo eshkachech, and I will not forget you. The word anochi, alluding to the Ten Commandments given on Mount Sinai, beginning with the words anochi, turns out that the trait of forgetfulness in ways we can't understand is even found among God himself. Hashem chooses to forget and thus forgive our iniquities such as the golden calf, the parts of our life that deserve forgetting, the parts of our life that diminish our holiness. But Har Sinai, Matan Torah, that is imprinted in his mind forever, and now we must emulate him. Stay tuned for part two of this topic, where we dive deeper and search for the holiness found in the trait of forgetfulness. Catch me on Twitter and Instagram with the handle Finding Holiness. Visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash findingholiness and our website at findingholiness.buzzsprout.com where you can download and check out all our future podcasts. Signing off, I'm Rabbi David Kadosh.